time to screw the norms. To fit in, we often hide what's on our minds, who we really are, or who we want to be, or even what we want to do. But now you're having the right conversations. Here, we'll talk about sex, relationships, and mental health, and how they interact with each other and so many other aspects of life. Shame can't survive when we're honest and curious with each other and ourselves. It's time for your mind to scream less and for you to screw more. I'm Rachel Wright, a non-monogamous queer psychotherapist and your host. Welcome, welcome. Welcome back. Or welcome if this is your first episode. If this is your first episode, go back and listen to other episodes and then come back to this episode and then you'll hear welcome back. Welcome back to The Right Conversations. I am so excited to be talking about something very important that we have not covered on this show yet today. Um, and we're talking to Tayomi Morgan, who I will let introduce herself momentarily. And today we are having a conversation about where fitness and sexual wellness meet, which if you're like, huh, listen, listen in. So will you introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do in the world and, and why you're here and all, all of that good stuff? Of course. So my name again is Tammy Morgan and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I now reside in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am a sex coach with 12 years experience and also a sex writer. I like to say I'm a multi-hyphenate within like the creative space and in the like the sexual health space. You're like, and I'm a sexual multi-hyphenate? Yes, sexual multi-hyphenate, you know, yeah. because I'm always like rolling it off. They're like, so then what don't you do? I'm like, I don't <laughs> juggle. But I would like to learn how to juggle. But I actually, you know, I don't physically juggle, but I do juggle multiple things in my life and in my job. <laughs> um, but yes. I have a passion for helping women to connect with their sexuality and their sexual autonomy and their bodies. And I have one of the best programs out there teaching women how to stroke back. Yes. The Cowgirl Workout, which can be found at thecowgirlworkout.com. And I have been touring with this class in person since 2016. Wow. I created the first um, tutorials for YouTube because I'm a YouTuber. I'm an OG YouTuber. Okay. I have been on YouTube since 2010. And oh, was, that is OG. Yes, OG. So I was like one of the first people doing like sex position tutorials on uh, YouTube. And so I would always put up like, you know, the woman on top or over on top positions and all these women started writing me like, this is cool, but what do you do when you get up there? <laughs> and so <laughs> I just started doing research and I really started like studying the mechanics of riding because I remember when I felt embarrassed about mm -hmm. riding did poorly and it was like right when I, when I got into having sex with partners and so in doing the research around like the mechanics and like what's needed, I, I created these tutorials and they went viral and a lot of people learned and a lot of people still were just like, still don't get it. And so I started touring in 2016 and then the pandemic, of course, shut everything down and I moved all of my training online and that's how the cowgirlworkout.com was born and it's just taken off tremendously and it's affected so many people in positive ways. So I've learned how to bridge fitness and sexual health together because they are very much so intertwined and I love what I do. And I'm working on like a component of this for our penis only people because 
they keep asking me. They're like, so is there a version of this for us? And I'm like, yes, yes, there is. It's the same shit. It's just branded differently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <so>. <laughs> You're like literally the same muscles, but we'll make it like masculine looking for you if that makes you feel better. Exactly. If that makes you feel better, but it's literally the same thing. So um, that's hilarious. Yeah, that that's a little bit about me. Um, my coaching style is like I like to say I'm like the best friend or the sister or like the really just like I'm a, I'm a cool coach and I'm down to earth and I keep it real. I go like straight. Straight for the juggler with love and compassion. I love uh, it. Because people just need straight shooters, you know, like yeah. when it comes to this kind of stuff, you don't want someone just kind of like patting you on the back and being like, it's okay, because people come to me and they're not fine. <laughs> and I just want them to know like, okay, yes, I have a solution for you. And it's going to require for you to step into some work and sometimes work that is not as comfortable as you think it would be. But yeah. on the other side of it, there's a lot of pleasure. So Yes. It's a little bit about me. My blog is glamorotica101.com. And um, you can find me on social at Real Glamazon Tayomi on oh Instagram. My God, amazing. And Twitter, Glamazon Tayomi. I, I go by Glamazon because I am I love this. all statuesque. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, everyone, I, I'm, oh, there, this is going to be so exciting for people. I, I'm so thrilled. So, one of the things that I talk a lot about in my work is working at the intersection of mental health, sex, and relationships and kind of how those are all intertwined. Yeah. And so I want to ask you from your experience, what is the intersection and how are physical health and fitness intertwined with sexual wellness? Oh my God. So it's so interesting to me how people just don't see it off the bat, you know, right. like, when you have sex, it is literally a physical act and it's mostly pelvic work, right? It's the lifting and lowering of legs. It's the, the configuration of legs. It is the meeting of pelvises in the middle, right? And that's what creates the stroke. And so it's always interesting to me when people, especially specifically able-bodied people are like, uh, I gotta work out. I'm like, uh, yeah, because, <laughs> All of the muscles that we use to thrust and even the pelvic floor muscles, which get pretty much no love because we don't see them. Right. But they're yep. so important for all of our organs that sit in our pelvis, but especially for orgasms, like none of these muscles really get the love and attention that they need. And it's funny because when I work with people who are yogis or they do Pilates, it's great. But I'm like, but I'm still going to bust your ass. Um, in this workout because the muscles in your lower back and in your hips that are used for lowering and lifting the hips, they just don't get that specific attention that's needed. And so um, aside from like the strength training and strengthening the muscles that go into stroking for, you know, both or any parties involved, it's also stamina. So it's a cardiovascular thing too. And, yeah. you know, our hearts are responsible for the movement of our blood, right? And blood flow is the name of the game when it comes to erections and engorgement for all bodies. Yes. And so your heart health is just as important as the health of your genitals. And honestly, I'm going to say this, your heart health is actually um, informing or it or um, it's pretty much the foundation of the health of the genitals because blood flow is what's going to help 
keep those tissues healthy and keep erection strong. And so if you have heart issues and any sex educator will tell you this, if you have issues of the blood, if you have heart issues, it's going to affect erections and your ability to feel engorged. And then that's going to affect the pleasure that's felt when the genitals are involved. Of course, we know that sex is on a spectrum and there are so many things that can be done without the genitals being involved. But for the sex that most people are familiar with and want to engage with, blood flow is important. And so being able to get into some type of like, you know, cardiovascular um, work, and it doesn't have to be like an hour on the treadmill. Science says all we need is 20 minutes. 20 really? minutes of exercise. Yes. There are studies out there that have that that literally tie in how physical fitness improves sexual performance, especially for female identifying folk, because it also improves your self-concept. So 20 right. minutes of activity, at least I would say, if you can't do it daily, five times a week. Everyone has at least 20 minutes to go like take a yeah. sprint. I love seeing people who are like nine to fivers, because I'm an entrepreneur, but like nine to fivers who like bring their sneakers to work and then they're like yes. power walking around a building. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It happens in New York a lot. It, yeah. it, like in the city, you'll like see someone in a suit and like Nikes just like booking it around. <laughs> and you're like, you are taking advantage of your 10 minutes that you exactly. have. Exactly. I used yeah. to live in New York, so I know I've seen those people and I'm like, so okay what how did you create i i love i love when there is a goal with physical fitness that is not based in diet culture and one of the things that really stuck out to me about your work and why like frankly part of the reason why i was like she absolutely has to please come on the podcast was like this is for your health and for a different goal, which is like your own confidence, health and sexual being. And, yeah. you know, we know from from other research that like having a why and and knowing why you're doing something really helps us get up and fucking do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm wondering how this all played in for you while you were creating the cowgirl workout, because it it really like it was very clear to me very quickly that this was like fuck diet culture, fuck yeah. body, all of the, like all of that, like do this for you and your pleasure and wellness. Yep. I, so I grew up, like I started puberty very early. I started puberty at eight years old. Hey, me too. Oh, okay. Gang, gang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I had to cloak my body because like I started growing breasts and like hips very early and I always looked older than my age. And so I had to cover to prevent predators. And so eventually like that, that turned into me not feeling confident about my body. And even though my mom meant well, she didn't know like psychologically how that would have an impact. Yeah. So um, in high school, I started dancing and in dance, like we started doing like, we did Pilates and yoga because we needed that, that core strength to do like leg lifts and stuff like that. And in dance, it freed me up so much and it helped me to really connect with my body in a way that I wasn't able to before. And also at the same time, I was involved in um, 
and uh, physical fitness training. So like my my gym track in high school was literally training in the gym, learning how to weight lift and squat and all that stuff. And I just I just loved it. I was like, wow, like I love doing things with my body. I've always been like a more athletic kind of a kid. Mm-hmm. And so, but I took the principles of dance. Like I'm, I'm a dancer. I've been dancing for a long time. And so I took those principles with me throughout life because it helped me to build confidence. Yeah. And so um, when I started thinking about movement in sex, when it comes to riding dick, I'm like, well, riding is really a euphemism for stroking. And it's interesting because we say stroke when it comes to a penis owning person, but we don't say it when it comes to a, a vulva or a vagina owning person, but it's the same thing. We're still stroking. It's just with a different part. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just started to think like, okay, let me listen to the people who are coming to me. What are their pain points? And then how do I meet those pain points? And it was always a few things. One, stamina. <laughs> you know, yeah. get up yeah. there. You're up there for a minute, maybe a minute. You're like, a- I am done. <laughs> I'm done. So it was stamina and then aching knees and lower back. Mm-hmm. And then just overall lack of confidence in the body because it's a very exposing position when you're on top. Which is interesting because like penis owning people, you know, in heteronormative situations, they're the ones on top most of the time. And they're not like, oh, my belly, my boobs, my whatever. They're just like, let me just get this in. Right. (laughs) But for for female identifying people, people with vulvas, like there's so much more um, psychologically that we're thinking about. And then our bodies are always at the center of that. And so I always think of myself as like the client first. And I was like, okay, how would I, how would I go about meeting these pain points? And I went like, I was like, can I just like talk about this? I was like, no, this is a somatic thing. This is something that you have to do with your body. It has to be integrated. And I was like, and honestly, I don't know how I could teach anyone how to improve their stroke game if I'm not teaching them fitness. It doesn't make sense not to teach fitness, but I know that fit like working out sucks ass. It yeah. does. Like I just I like I've been training all week with my trainer and I was like, why are you killing me today, bruh? Like this, <laughs> it's not fun. But I was like, if I can find a way to make working out fun and also accessible for those who are living with like some mobility issues, like yeah arthritis or health conditions that limit their mobility, that I know that I can encourage them to not only build deeper body wisdom, but build the strength that's needed to, you know, take them into those orgasmic spaces that where they want to be and help them just build confidence in their bodies. And so that's how I came up with it. I was like, I did a lot of research and I just listened. I listened to the people who were writing me and I was like, it was a lot of them, like thousands of people writing me. And I was like, sure. How do I help? Like, I, I need to be able to find something. And it's been so successful because I, I not only focus on like the somatic stuff, but I'm also helping them rewire their thinking around it. I'm like, a lot of women will come to me and say, oh, and they're very desperate. I have to, I have to learn this because my partner insert whatever thing, right? And I'm like, I understand that you want to be pleasing to your partner. That's important. I'm not saying that it's not. And this is also something that you do for you first. Yeah. 
It's about yeah. your pleasure. It's about how you feel in your body. And also it's about building that connection with your body and doing it in a way that's fun and it's sexy. And it's not about weight loss, even though you may lose weight, but it's not about weight loss. It's not about trying to fit into a particular size. It's right. literally about cardiovascular health and muscular health and improving mobility. And that's what it's about for me. And like the dick riding part of it is like, that's a nice little cherry on top and it's a bonus and you get to have orgasms and, and all kinds of stuff. But I've noticed that when women are stuck in this one thing, cause their hips mm -hmm. are stuck, they're stuck in so many other areas of their lives. Ooh, say more about that. The Honey Pot is more than the products in your bathroom cabinet. It's embracing that time of the month. It's staying balanced through the ups and downs, good sex and bad sex. It's exploring, it's learning, it's plant-derived. Powered by herbs and science, the first complete personal care system to get you what you need when you need it. Check out The Honeypot at Target, Walmart, Walgreens, and on thehoneypot.co. You can enter code RACHEL20, that's R-A-C-H-E-L-2-0, for 20% off your first Honeypot order on thehoneypot.co. Whew. So, you know, we carry our trauma in our pelvises. Yes. For the most part. Yes. And yeah, the pelvic floor is just like a collection of trauma. That's it. And when it's rigid and when it's stiff, you're walking, physically walking through life stiff. Uh, I noticed like a rounding of the shoulders and just like a protection that mm. a lot of these women will present just in how they show up in life. Like they're not willing to take a lot of risks. They're not willing to um, step into the things that they really want to do. Because yeah. they move, they just, they feel like they move awkwardly in their bodies. And so they feel like every other interaction is going to be awkward or that people are looking at them and judging them and saying, oh, well, they're weird or, oh, wow, that looks crazy. And so it turns into this situation where now they're not living life out loud. And so I, it's amazing how this workout, it, I always say it's more than a dick riding class. All right, yeah. this is somatic healing practice. And I am also a Tantra practitioner. So everything that I do, I infuse like those Tantra principles and like those healing principles in it. But it's more than, sorry, somebody's calling me. It's more, good. <laughs> it's, it's more than that. Because yeah. once you open up the pelvic floor and you really access that energy, sexual energy is creative energy. And so then as a creator in life, you start to step into the things that you truly desire with confidence and you become more magnetic and attractive to the things that you truly desire. And so I love seeing women just open up and see their lives blossom. And I've had many a client come and go, but when they leave me, they leave me better than when they started. That's mm -hmm. if they stepped into the work and they're doing the work. Because again, mm -hmm. it's still a physical thing that we're doing. Yes. You're still going to sweat. You still have to move. And for some people, it's uncomfortable. But the, the discomfort only lasts for a short time. The aftercare is so beautiful. Like you get to get massages or massage yourself. You get to take nice Epsom salt baths. You get to, you know, put on your big day, your Tiger Balm. Listen, I'm a big fan of CBD creams for my knees. Yes. Like, you know, so. Yeah. I, 
I just, I just am so amazed at how these women's lives just blossom and open up because yeah. they're willing to do this work. And then they get to have amazing sex too. <laughs> right. And, and this is, uh, I, I am so great. I'm, uh, I don't even have work. Like I, I don't fumble like this normally. I, I truly am so grateful for the work that you're doing and everything that you're saying, because I talk so much about the intersectionality of all of these things. And I haven't talked with someone who has described and in action is doing something like this, where you are really practicing at this intersection and yeah. like demonstrating to people who do it, how these are all connected. And I think that we so often, and you can tell me if this, of course, if this is your experience too, like we siphon off our, the parts of our lives. So people are like, no, that's my physical health. No, that's my mental health. No, that's my sexual health. And it's like, yes. And all of that's related. Like if you have a yeast infection, that's going to affect your mood. That's going to then affect your relationship because you are going to feel maybe uncomfortable having a conversation or you don't, but then you're not going to have sex because it hurts and, blah, 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 and then you have to right. like one thing can change everything. If you're going through a depressive episode, that's going to then affect your physical, right? Like all yeah. of it ripples out and affects everything. <laughs> and I think that like the conversation specifically around fitness is often so rooted in this like fat phobic diet culture bullshit that yeah. I have almost always felt hesitant to even talk about the connection between fitness and sexual wellness because coming at it from that perspective just doesn't align with with my own values right. and so hearing you talk about all of this and and again not just talk but like in practice doing it is giving me hope and like it makes me want to shout this from the rooftops and like <laughs> make sure everyone checks this out i know when as soon as my foot is better and i get clearance like i'm gonna be doing these workouts i'm so excited about it i think that like anything we can do to help our heart literally like our physical cardiovascular <laughs> heart um, and also empower us and help us feel confident and also like up our sex game like uh yeah sign me up <laughs> <laughs> exactly and you know i always get this question from women in larger bodies they're like oh well i'm a big girl is this for me too and i'm like i'm a big girl too so i don't mm. know what you're talking about like <laughs> i like yes it is i am five ten and a half i'm 222 pounds i've always had thick thighs that have touched you know, like, I don't know what it's like to have a thigh gap. Like, what's what yeah, is same. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. A thigh gap, you say? What is that? As it, it doesn't make sense. You feel air between there? Like, like wind comes through? Right. I'm like, what? Air yeah. to caress your pussy lips when you're wearing a maxi dress? Oh. Yeah, I don't know what that experience is like. I, but to I anyone who has it, like, please tell us. Can you please describe it? Yeah. Like, she's marinating all day. She is marinating all day. And in the summertime, sometimes it looks like I'm peeing on myself and I'm not. It's just it's sweat. Yep. It's just sweat. Don't worry about it. I promise you I'm not incontinent. Like I do my Kegels. It's fine. It's just the thighs touching, doing their thing. And yep. then, 
you know, it is what it is. But like I always tell my 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 larger ladies, I'm like, yes, this is for you if you yeah. are willing to trust your body. Because mm. so many of them don't. So many of them will be like, well, I can't do that or I can't move like that. And to prevent the excuses, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to train on a fitness ball. I'm going to train in a chair and with a chair. So that way you have no excuse. If you need to lean on something, you lean on the chair. If you need some assistance with mobility, because you're like, my hips don't move like that. Well, guess what? Get on this ball. If you can't get on the floor, then the chair and the ball work for you. And we never have to get on our knees. And I always tell my clients, like, just because it exists doesn't mean that it's an option for you. Yeah. And that is okay. We make yeah. adjustments, we make modifications, and we're still going to be sexy and fine and, and find our pleasure in that. And so... Um, I like, like fat, like the, the, the whole culture around, like, I got to work out so that I'm this size. Like I literally got fed up with myself last year because I was feeling the pressure of that. And I was like, what the fuck? Like why? It creeps in so easily. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. I was pissed off at myself and I literally like took a sabbatical from the gym. Wow. And also, I had also injured myself. I I ended up getting a pinched nerve. And so I wasn't able to do the same things that I was doing in the gym. But then we go back into the gym. I just like literally stood in the mirror in the locker room and I was like, what am I doing? Like, I had almost like the waist trainer and all that stuff. And I was just like, who is this for? Right. Like, is this really for me? What a good question that is. I, I was like, okay, you know what? Because I can't answer that right now. Let me just stop. And I stopped and I, I didn't go back to the gym for a while. Like I'm back in the gym now. Like when I moved down to Atlanta, the first thing I did was join the gym because the gym has been a part of my life since I was like 13. So, um, you know, it's a part of my life and as a trainer, and I'm also training to be a master trainer with ISSA. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, because, you know, I want people to understand, like, for me, the cowgirl workout is a lifetime thing. And what I want to actually do is license other people to teach my method. And I want it to be like the next Zumba. And so that's so cool. Yeah. So being the being an ISSA certified trainer means that I get to go into gyms and then I can pitch my program and I can say, hey, oh, my God. Can we can we have this in lifetime fitness? Can we have this? You're going to change the world. That's my goal is to change the world because I want women moving. And I remember, I'll never forget this, right? I was in uh, West Hollywood. I used to join, I used to be a member of the Equinox, West Hollywood, right? Fancy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had a very specific reason why I joined, but I <laughs> was it Was it a person? It was a person. It was, <laughs> it was a person. <laughs> Classic Equinox story. Yep. Classic. You know Let me tell you, I wasn't even living in LA. But I, that, that's, that is, it's so crazy. Like, so crazy. I wasn't even living in LA, but I joined the Equinox West Hollywood because I was traveling to LA enough. And I was like, every time I go to LA, I'm going to go to the gym every day, hoping that I run into this person. But let me tell you, I did run into this person. I did eventually. So I was there, you know, doing my workout. So I always have like my headphones in and when like me and music are just like one. Yeah. And everything disappears. 
And it's just me and the music and movement. And so I'm in the gym, I'm in my zone, I'm doing my like, you know, cowgirl workout moves and stuff. And then I end and I take my headphones out and I look up and there's this girl staring at me. And she was like, she was like, I hope that you're getting paid for what you just did right here. Because you have everybody in this gym just like captivated. And I was like, oh, word, for real? I was like, oh, um, actually, yes, I do get paid for this. I am a trainer. Uh, <laughs> but I appreciated her for affirming me because she was just floored. She was just like, yeah, what is this? Like, uh, and wow. so at that moment, I was like, oh, well, then this needs to be in gyms. And it's sexy. It's sexy movement because we do a lot of hip work. But one thing I've started incorporating a lot into um, the work that I do is like Pilates. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pilates will kick your ass. Yeah. But it's so, but it's necessary because it's the, it's the lower pelvic uh, strength that we need for hip isolation and hip isolation is the name of the game when it comes to stroking and to helpful to know too when we work on like the lower abdominals in a way it's also connected to like the pelvic floor mm-hmm. and in, in the way that i train my clients i train us to breathe into our diaphragm instead of chest which also activates the rest and digest response and it allows us to relax through movement And so, and then putting that healthy pressure on the pelvic floor to create a flexible pelvic floor instead of a tight pelvic floor. Yes. Um, So it's, it's amazing. And then I always tell my clients like, Hey, you might feel like horny. You might feel very aroused after this because we're working so much on the pelvic floor and that's normal. And so you yeah. can go masturbate or yeah. you pop on your partner if you have one. Like, <laughs> Right, right. Oh my God. Okay. So I have, I have one very kind of random question for you. It's related, but it's kind of random. And then we'll wrap up. Um, how do you feel about rideable sex toys? Like the machines, like a Sibian or a motor oh. bunny are those, do you recommend them for people? Are they help? Like, what are your thoughts on, on them? So shout out to the Sibian because it's like the OG of yeah. Sibian like, is the OG. It's the OG, and then Motor Buddy. I actually experienced the Motor Buddy for the first time this year at the AVN Expo. It's uh, incredible. It, bruh. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I know. I think that they are great. So, like for people who are into vibes, right? People who are into vibrators, um, it's an amazing device to have. Because you you really get to like experience it's like hands free you know like most yeah. of the time with vibrators you gotta like control it with your hand but to sit on it and then you get to control the volume and you get to like ride it too I just think that's amazing um, and then they have all these attachments that you can add to it that's just 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 dope and so for a person that wants to make the investment I think that and maybe Motor Bunny will gift me one because like we're going to do some kind of collaboration this year uh, we've collabed I will happily introduce you to the my friends at Motor Bunny I love them and I the reason why I ask is because when you said like if you have a partner hop on and I'm thinking about people who either don't or they're still feeling 
they're wanting to build up that self-confidence before they involve another person. And I'm wondering if like some of the, the skills that you're working on in the cowgirl workout could be then transferred over into a, a sex machine. They totally can. And I always encourage my uh, clients. I'm like, hey, if you want to practice with a dildo that you like, you know, stick on whatever surface you're going to rock. If you want to practice, by all means, go right ahead because it'll help. It's always different when it involves a dick. Yes. <laughs> like yes. the movements, because um, what we're doing um, in the program is building muscle memory, right? And so in building that muscle memory, when you get into the position, now it's like, okay, I know how to move. But there mm -hmm. is a little more nuanced then once a penis gets involved because now it's all about, okay, how deep do I want to go? And then how far off of this do I go before I have to return to the base to like basically reset the stroke, right? Yeah. It's a little more science that goes into it once you you have a partnered situation or situation with a toy and i would say that's like step two like i'm teaching the movements and helping building the confidence and the muscle memory and then it's up to the clients to go then and practice however they're going to practice and um yeah i've i've gotten some good feedback from uh people who have gone on to <laughs> practice on toys uh, quiet Right. Um, and also, like husbands and boyfriends, they write me too, and they're like, "Thank you for what you do. Yeah. Life has increased because of you. Just thank you." <laughs> love, love. Oh, amazing! I am. I'm so excited for people to hear this and to check this out. And I know you listed everywhere where they can find you at the top of the episode. We'll put it also in the show notes for those of you who are like more on your phone folks um if you want to leave everyone with one last one last piece of wisdom advice a thought of whatever what do you want to leave everybody with today i just want people to know that like sexuality and sexual expression is on a spectrum so right now you may be in one place and a few months from now through your life experience and exploration and just like learning you might be in a different space and it's okay. Embrace yourself where you are. Find people in the world who do this work, who can be guides for you in those spaces because it can feel a little frustrating when things do change, but find people who can work with you to help you shift in and out of those spaces and just have fun. At the end of it all, it's all about being able to connect with yourself where you are. And that mental health aspect too plays a huge role in how we see ourselves sexually and how we show up sexually. And like you said, a depressive moment can, can completely affect how you show up sexually. And so please be honest about where you are in your mental health journey. It's okay to say, you know what, I'm feeling depressed. I'm a, I, hey, I'm feeling anxious. Hey, I'm feeling a little stressed out right now. Like, be honest about that. So then you can get the help that you need. Because if, if being within sexual pleasure is the experience you want to have and your mental health is having an impact on that, there are people who are willing to help you. I'm one of them, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. and just get moving. Movement has been 
has been proven to help with um, maintaining mental health and all the endorphins and like the chemicals that are released into the bloodstream when we get moving, it helps to elevate mood. And so I don't care if it's just a walk in nature or if it's, you know, a few sit-ups or <laughs> if it's just dancing to your favorite songs that make you feel good. Just commit to moving in some kind of way, even if it's just sitting and moving your breath, that's still movement. So yeah. those are my, my gems that I want to leave people with. And hopefully, you know, it helps somebody out there to just get on that journey of, of healing and of uh, self-exploration and, and pleasure-seeking. I'm a pleasure-seeking person, so. Yes, amen to that. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for taking the time, the energy. Thank you for putting this in the world. I'm so excited for my community of humans to hear about this and to start following you and learning from you. And I hope that we can do stuff together in the future because you are wonderful. Hit me up anytime. Just let me know what you got going on. I'll be in New York soon. <gasps> Come um, visit. Well, yeah, we'll 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 have to get together. I, absolutely. I, I love Gavin and I love eating. So hey, same. <laughs> okay, so we are we're definitely we're definitely gang gang. We are we are in the same tribe. So <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. That's all for today, you sexy folks. What questions came to mind as you were listening? Continue the conversation with me over on Instagram at the right underscore Rachel. And don't forget, please leave a rating and a review so that we can continue erasing shame and stigma together. <laughs>